I'm so glad you're joining me for this episode of Street Soldiers on Fake Music Streaming. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both radio and TV, free of charge on my website, lisaevers.com. Now, in this episode, we're asking you, do you really know what you're listening to when you stream music? You probably say, yeah, of course I do because it comes right up there on the screen. It says, this is the artist, this is what the song is. Well, there are people out there who are raking in tens of thousands of dollars a month streaming fake music, stolen from real artists or made to seem as if it is the real artist. And they're even hitting the charts. Some of these songs are even hitting the viral hot charts, and no one seems able to stop them. How big of an issue is this, and who gets hurt? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me is Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer. He's worked with some of the biggest names in the business, including J-Lo, Chris Brown, and 50 Cent. He's also Trey Song's music director. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me back. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Cherie Smith. She's the assistant managing editor for Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide and a digital technology expert. Cherie, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Bambi H2O. He's a Def Jam recording artist. He's a multi-genre musician and performer. His latest single, his first song that's going to be coming out on Def Jam is called what do you say? Bambi, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing fine. And congratulations um, on signing with Absolutely. Def Jam. That's huge. Thank you. It's crazy. It, it's wonderful. And first time that anyone's hearing about it officially mm-hmm. on the air right this now. This is the first announcement right here. Here we Live go. Live and direct. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So let me start with you about this. In terms of, as an artist, how important is it to you to own what you create? Because you just you work not just in hip-hop, your pop, you do a lot of different types of genres as well. Well, when it comes to owning music, you sort of have to if you really want to take it to the next level. In order to put it on Spotify and Apple Music and not deal with any legal repercussions, you need to own everything. That way you can make all the money that you would like to make off your music. That way you can support your lifestyle. Because a lot of these people live like expensive lifestyles, you know. So in order to keep that up, you have to have all the legal stuff like set up. So it's really important to own everything. You don't want to play around or screw anybody over because you'll ruin relationships within the industry. Right, and then also your reputation reputation as well. Mm-hmm. Sheree, why are we hearing more about this now? Because we hear all the time about you know websites being hacked into, financial records. Most of the time we hear about financial records and credit cards and that type of thing, uh, that information being hacked into. But it's just we're kind of now just starting to hear about the, these, these fake music and these kinds of songs. Why do you think that's happening? Money. When when money isn't going into the pockets of the people it's supposed to go into, that's when you're going to hear about it. Also, a couple of uh, mainstream music publications have been caught with their pants down because who's not going to report on, hey, Cardi B just dropped a surprise album or like, like, and then when you find out it's a fake, now they're exposed too. So it's just becoming a multi-tier problem on so many fronts. Amadeus, as a as a music creator and working working with an artist, do you feel there's enough protections? Not really. You know, um, I've been doing this for over 18 years, and I was doing it when there wasn't any laptops, any internet, so everything was hand to hand. So if you was to present any music to any artist or anybody that you wanted to work with. I remember giving you a, a, a cassette tape. I remember giving you a CD. You know, so now with with sending it through the internet and via email, it's it's all kind of ways for things to be hacked. Uh, that's why my email address is so long. When I get my my email address out, it's like that's really long, and it's that's kind of to protect it from being hacked. And I've never been hacked 
Uh, and um, so I'm <laughs> what grateful. What was that email address again? Yeah, <laughs> dot, 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 no hack, dot, at Gmail. Um, so, gotcha. yeah, it's, it's just different. It's hard to really protect yourself out here. Uh, so there's things that have been created uh, by producers, by engineers to protect your music where it's like I'll send you a link, I'll give you a password to that link, and it's kind of documentation of like a trail of I sent it to you, something happens to this song, I know I sent it to you, and it happened through you. You know, so it's not like. But what about the actual creation process? Because because some of these songs too were unreleased songs right. from by artists. How do, how does that happen? Well, you have sometimes where most artists, if you if you're smart, you would you would find an engineer that you work well with, and that'll be the only engineer that you work with. Not a not a fan, not someone that you meet at a random studio that's just happy to be there. That's saying, oh hey, I recorded this song with with Bambi last night. And uh, I wonder how much I can get if I can leak it or if I, if I pass it to my friend in here. You know, and sometimes it's malice and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just excitement of working with that artist. And you're saying, hey, I mixed this song for Bambi. You know, let me let my boy hear it. And next thing you know, he's playing it at Subways. And then someone else hears it. And, and then you have a song leaked and it happened by accident. So you just have to be really cautious of who you work with, how you work with them, and really protect your music as, as much as music possible. music you give Sheree, you're a journalist as well as a digital expert. What is it about the, where is the technology in terms of this music streaming? Because Spotify says they upload about 40,000 tracks each day, which just sounds so overwhelming to me. Well, there's so many ways that it can happen. Like um, Amadeus said, someone can leak it, and people are actually just making fake songs and just saying, like, oh, well, let me just the name a little different than the artist and like pull a fast one over and then you're listening to like you think you're listening to Beyonce you're listening to Bluegrass and you're like what the hell like Beyonce hasn't gone country it's just that this is like this is new bootleg this is digital bootleg but like before when I was coming up you get a tape like oh you got you got that tape and now now, <laughs> right now they're doing it with mp3s and streams yes. of that nature like it's very easy uh if you send something through an email for it to get hacked, like you need to uh, to uh, factor authentication, you need to encrypt your tracks. Like as the technology grows, uh, best believe that there's a hacker that has already figured out how to bypass those standards. So you constantly have to be on your game if this is your livelihood. Like you have to really look at like. I eat off of this. So people are trying to eat off of me and you've got like the way that you want to breathe is the way you want to protect your livelihood. And, and, prote and protect the music like that too. Bambi, but there's also too as, as a creative person, as a performer too, you want people to hear it. You want to get feedback as well. So mm -hmm. where do you draw that line between you know, getting the feedback that you need creatively and just as a, as a performer and then you know, protecting your rights? Yeah, see, it's to me it's more about having a you need to have people that you trust around, around you. you. Right. And e even even when you have people that you trust, s sending out your songs can always be a funny game because people get excited. Like, they want to send it out. Like, oh, I got this unreleased Bambi. La, 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 la. So, for me, drawing the line is just like... I'd prefer to play somebody the music in person before I'm sending you the file. Unless you're, like, a trusted person. Like... Amadea said, like an engineer that I work with every single day, of course you can have the song because, I mean, you helped make it and I know you're not going to send it off to any random people. Right. But when you start sending it to like friends, stuff like that, I've had it happen. It just 
keeps moving. It just gets it out from one person no, to another person. And you have no control no control over it. Coming up, how easy is it to create a fake song? We'll be right back. Hey, what's up? This is your girl Sierra and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, real issues, real politics, baby, and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about fake music streaming. Some people are getting paid big time off of it. Let's find out what's really going on with our panel. Joining me is Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer. He's worked with some of the biggest names in the business, from Chris Brown to J-Lo to 50 Cent. He's also Trey Song's music director. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Cherie Smith. She's the assistant managing editor for Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide and a digital technology expert. Cherie, great to have you with us again. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us for the first time, Bambi H2O. He's a Def Jam recording artist, just signed a deal with Def Jam, multi-genre musician and performer. His latest single, and it will be his first release on Def Jam, according to his manager, Scott Stylin, is What Do You Say? Bambi, great to have you with us. Oh, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Amadeus, just give us an idea from when you started to now. Like before, from what I understood, you mm -hmm. used to have to get a studio. You had to get, a, it took a lot of money to make a song. There were only certain people you could get beats from. It was very, very difficult to kind of get anything that even sounded halfway yes, professional. absolutely. But now it's very different. Yes. Everyone can put their hands on it, you know, and I spoke at a panel last night. It, it, it's so accessible. You know, back then, a beat machine was about $1,300. You know, the Akai MPC, which is what I started on, was $1,300. So every kid is not going to have that in the house, you know, and now today, uh, and there's no shot, it's just the truth, it's just facts, you know, now you can get Logic, you can get Fruity Loops, you know, some uh, software can be $300, $500. Now the difference bet between the two is, when I bought that Akai MPC 2000, there wasn't no sounds. So I had to create my sounds. I had to sample. I had to find drums. I had to tune drums. Now, but you're a drummer also. Yeah, I'm a drummer I'm also. A musician, right? So now, with the softwares, you, when you buy a software, you can. Logic I heard comes with five thousand sounds. So everything is being given to, is handed to you. Like here, create. You got loops. Like limit, you have unlimited creativity. Unlimited. Now, still, now, no. Again, you know, I don't want to sound like the the old grumpy old producer, uh, <laughs> because you still have to have talent. Uh, and, and, and a certain level of creativity to still do it, you know, but the access that the youngins have now to do it is just anybody can just say, hey, I'm going to pick up Fruity Loops tomorrow, 300 bucks, I have all of the sounds, I have all of the samples, I'm going to go in, I'm going to figure it out, tomorrow I'm going to name myself a producer. And that's what that's and that's that, what and I. And that's how people are. People absolutely. That's how it's happening. Shree, what about the what about the accessibility to and the, and how easy the technology is, and how easy it is to use. I mean, I love that things are more accessible because Me that too, means right. that more people, people can get in. More people that can can get in. People that couldn't afford thirteen hundred dollars, right. like, I, like I can get my nephew like mm -hmm. a, a system and he likes beats and see and he can see what he can do. Um, but it's a double-edged sword because once everybody calls themselves a pr producer, like everyone thinks that they can produce the way that everyone thinks they can sing, the way that everyone thinks right. they can write. Yeah, sure. um, or not, be a reporter, or, or be a talk show host. Yes, yeah. like <laughs> everybody thinks they can do it, but right. until you actually have to sit there and do it and put your blood, sweat, and tears into it, it's a totally different thing. And then Absolutely. on top of that, once you start calling yourself something, it cheapens it for the people that actually do it and do do the work. Let the church say amen. 
Amen. Preach All right. So, 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 like, basically, anybody thinks that, like, anybody's a model today without, mm -hmm. you know, that post pictures on Instagram. Oh man, don't don't. And, the, and you're not really, a, you, you know, are you signed with an agency? Have right. you gotten paid for any of these jobs? Listen, anyway. I like to think that we are all beautiful and made in the Creator's image, but some people have contracts, right? Yeah. And some people have, some people the have endorsements. Yep. Exactly. That's facts. All right. Exactly. And everyone, you know, everyone should be open to and able to try. And try and pursue whatever their dream is. Yes, that, that's absolutely. What, but Bambi, it, talk to me about just the flood of music. It's like you came up at a time where, and you're coming up at a time where there's so much competition, where there's so much out there, mm -hmm. where it's hard to even say, okay, this is totally new because people have heard so much before. How do you deal with that as an artist? Well, you know what it is? I feel like it's just the effort and the time put into the music. Because a lot of people, at least nowadays, they don't really, you can tell they don't put a lot of effort into their music. Like, they're doing it just for fun, which is totally fine, because I think music is about, like, having fun and oh, yeah. feeling good. Not all music needs to be, like, deep and meaningful. But I put effort into my stuff. Like, I'll spend, like, weeks working on one song just to get it perfect, you know what I mean? And incorporating different sounds, different genres just separates me from a lot of other artists, I feel like. But what about the ease of making music? Like when you when you're when you're making music, tell us what that process is like now for you. Oh, it's 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 crazy because before the whole reason why I even got up to New York and my manager found me was because I was recording music on my iPhone and I it was recording quality music wow. because it's not even people don't even really care about the quality of the song nowadays if you have a good like idea. If you're creative, people will sense that. So I started doing stuff on my phone for free because anybody can make music on your phone now. It's right. cheap. You cost no money. And but now we have a home studio with like big setup, like nice speakers, great mic. So it's just day and night, you know. But either way, you can get to the next step if you just have that creative mindset. But then in term in terms of the accessibility too, it's like everyone you know you can you can get a song instantly on your phone. You don't have to wait. You don't have to you know that that type of thing. What do you guys think impact that has on people's ability to be able to copy stuff? I mean, I think it has a big effect on it because if you get someone that is a very good mimic, you could get someone that sounds like uh, her or mm -hmm. Lizzo or something like that, and say, oh well, check out this new Lizzo track. Uh, just change, tweak the spelling a little bit, put it on Spotify, and Sp it'll t because Spotify is being inundated with songs every single day, forty thousand um, or more. Like it's gonna take them a couple of days to realize, oh, that's not real, and by then it started climbing up the charts. Yeah, right. Somebody like already the, got like paid. The Playboy Cardi, exactly. Cardi. And then on top of that, like while it's climbing up the charts, artists get paid on Spotify, on Apple Music, on SoundCloud. Uh, about uh, a thousandth of, of, of a cent, which doesn't seem like much, but once you get a million streams, let's say it, let's say it's four, four uh, thousandths. Right. That's forty thousand dollars. Wow. Right there, right out right of the gate. Right there. Paid well, but, out. But what and what about two Amadeus? Like the popularity of the music, because there was a fake Beyonce. And it, it, they shut it down pretty fast, like you said, because journalists no, noticed that people were like, wait a minute, this isn't a surprise. This is, this is a total fake. But it had already been downloaded mm -hmm. so many times, even though it got shut down within a very short space of time. I'm going to give you a quick story. So last week, uh, Young and May released her album, Her Story. Uh, me and my team produced eight songs on the album. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, so it's uploaded to Spotify, right? Now, shout out to her team, Drew Ha, Noah, sent them the credits. Uh, the writer's credits, the producer's credits, and everything. Uh, they delivered the credits to Spotify. 
Go on Spotify. Everybody's excited. Credits are incorrect. Now, now this came directly from me, directly to the Young Amaze label, and and I, I saw the trail, and they sent it directly to Spotify. Now, some somewhere, somebody at Spotify, you know, I don't know who it was. We don't know, but the credits is incorrect. So, as easy as a mistake as like that to happen with a major artist that just released their album with everything handed in properly, right. It just goes to show you how simple and how easy it is for something to go wrong. As Sheree said, somebody can change a name, somebody can change the spelling of something, and it's up. And it's up, and it can't be changed immediately. It takes some time because I'm sure there's a process of for it to be corrected. So as simple as like something like that happening for someone major and a, and a major artist in a real song and a real album with real credits, right. I'm sure it's even easier to for do that. For somebody up and coming Absolutely. Or, new, or new where they, Absolutely. they take it. What do you think about that, Sheree? Just the... You know, like the, like the technology. There's so much red tape with it. Like, the accessibility is great, but once the mistake is out there or once the troll is out there, like, it's hard putting the genie back in a bottle. Yes. Just to, for an artist who's, who, let's say, Bambi realizes, hey, someone just bootlegged all my stuff. They put out this fake right. this fake album. It's an right. old album in my name. Spotify has a, a form that you fill out to say infringement, but it also says be sure you have a lawyer because yep. you ha like not only do you have to probably sue this person, you have to find this person. And with the internet age, anonymity is the greatest superpower. At, uh, that's that's why you have people with Twitter fingers because you know you think you're behind a keyboard. No one's ever going to find me. You have swatting and all these other issues because there's this cloak of anonymity. So add into that. Uh, IPs and just bouncing them off of towers, you're in for a fight. <laughs> and to just to try and track these people. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Uh, coming up, what role does social media play in this fake music streaming issue? That's coming up on Street Soldiers. We'll be right back. Hey yo, 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 what up, what up? It's the infamous mob deep prodigy right here, you know what I mean? And this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, you know what I mean? and real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about fake music streaming, and have we got a great panel for you. Joining me is Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer. He's also worked with some of the biggest names in the music business, from J-Lo to Chris Brown to 50 Cent and many more. He's also Trey Song's music director. Amadeus, great to have you with Thank us. Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Cherie Smith. She's the assistant managing editor for Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide, and she's a digital technology expert. Should be great to have you with us. Great to be here, as always, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Bambi H2O. He's a Def Jam recording artist. He's a multi-genre musician and performer. His latest single, his first one for Def Jam, is What Do You Say? Bambi, congratulations, and great yes, to have yes, you with yes. us. Thank you, Lisa. What's popping? Thank you. It's all popping. And look, yeah. we got you <laughs> here, popping. so it's, it's way popping. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about... Let's talk about the impact of social media on this fake music streaming issue. I don't I don't want to call it an epidemic, but it's it's definitely an issue. Bambi, there's a lot of artists that kind of practice trying to sound like other artists, correct? That's a fact. That's a huge fact. A lot of copycats out here. What about like competitions where people you know, they win if they sound the most like this person or that person. Honestly, I haven't really seen anything like that. I feel like that would just be like cor like corny, though. I mean, I haven't really. I've seen YouTube videos of people doing like impressions of different artists, but I've never seen a competition like like scenario. a competition like that mm -mm. or anything. In ter in terms of the sound, how important is an artist's sound and the oh. uniqueness of the sound? Well, to me personally. I'm not really concerned with how unique an artist sounds, just if the music is good. 
So, because there's a lot of artists out there that are fire, just not even not that unique, you know. But if you have fire music, then I feel like that's all that really matters. So the the sound doesn't like the. What about the person's voice? Oh, a voice is pretty important for sure. Because you either got it or you don't. Like, I mean, some people know how to finesse it because there are people that can't sing but still have good melodies, so it works out for them. But if you have just a trash voice, the song's just not going to come out good. <laughs> no, really, it's just like, it's just All the right. cards you If you have a trash voice, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. What, what about, Sheree, the, um, the social media? Everything, people's, you know, the mannerisms, their clothing, their look, like everything is out there, especially for performers and, and artists because they want to have, you know, they want the popularity, they want the likes, they want people to get to know them. What role does that play in this, in enabling this streaming, this fake streaming? I think it plays a big part in it because, I mean, everybody's trying to flex for the gram. Everybody wants to seem like they are living this life that a lot of people, a lot of times people aren't living that life. Just be you folks, number one. That's number one. But, um... It's funny when you, like um, Bambi mentioned on YouTube, like you'll see people doing covers or you'll see people, right. like, and that's fun. Or you'll see Ari Spears doing like a Jay-Z impression. That's fun and all good. But then to take that and do, uh, uh, you know what? You know what it makes me think of when Biggie passed and we were all just bereft. And then Puffy was like, shine. It was, and people were like, no. Oh, right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. And poor Shine, which in my opinion, he never really sounded like Big, but whatever. Like, I could see how you could get that. But he had to bear that brunt. Oh, he's trying to sound like Big. He's trying to do this. He's like, this is just how I sound. Like, I, I can't change it. I've tried. Right. And like, aside some legal issues, his career suffered for this passing similarity. So take someone who's trying to be malicious with it and really trying to steal your sound and steal your look. God God forbid if they look like you and now they're just walking around, getting into parties, getting getting access. <laughs> well, we've had cases like that yeah. of people exactly. look, look alike getting, going into getting parties. Getting access and like it's fine to get into a party, but imagine they're getting access to your producers. Or getting True. access, like, and no one knows the wiser because they've just stolen your whole swag. They, it's, it's it's very dangerous, and social media allows you to do that because you don't like you get a glancing pic or a video, you don't see that person up close, and they start posting some music that's supposedly this artist. You've got a whole fake career. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amadeus, what about the social media? Because a lot of artists too, they'll put out like a forty-five second or fifty-second clip. Yeah. Of their, of their song or of singing their song on Instagram just to get people to start talking about right. it. Is that dangerous? Very. It's, it's you know, the, the social so media risky. thing is a gift and a curse. It's a gift because it allows us as creators in, in whatever field you're in to express yourself. It allows you to show your gifts and your talent, what you're capable of doing, and just share it with the world, right? But then you have the other side where people that are not really authentic with themselves uh, authentic with their gift and, and don't want to own their real gift and want to own someone else's gift and just shine and get clout and get attention. And that's what's happening and that's what you battle. So you have real musicians and real creators like us that really do this and then you have those that saying, hey, I want to live like that. I want to look like that. I want to be around that. So I'm going to try to do that, to obtain that, not knowing that it takes a lot to even be where we are today and it takes a lot to even maintain where we are today and if you want to really be honest you might not even want to be where we are because it's not what you think it is it's not it, don't, it ain't all glitz and, glam, <laughs> yeah. glitz and glamour it's a lot of work it's a lot of hustle it's a lot of you know you could be hot today and then tomorrow you know they, they on to the next and, and don't want no part of you so it's it's like I said it's a gift and a curse man and you just got to kind of really focus and weed out what's authentic and what's not and you can tell 
you can tell and what what's sad is you know we live in a world that's that's very fake and 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 people look past the truth and just want the fake and just want access to what they feel it's it's real but knowing it's not really real but it's cool because it's there and it's entertaining and it's something that I could just scroll and click through riding home on the bus right. coming home from work going to school so it, it's it is what it is and speaking on that 45 second intro or teaser Spotify only needs 30 seconds to count it as a listen. Stream, yeah. Wow. So if you so imagine someone taking that just ripping that off of the Instagram or wherever it was posted, uh adding like 15 seconds at the end and then just putting the whole thing on Spotify. That's how that's a whole paycheck right there. You and might they not can just do it and you basic people are basically handing it to I didn't even think like about you, that. You only need 30 seconds for Spotify to count it as a as a listen. And then they, they set up accounts and then they get they get paid, right? They they pay them through PayPal. Yep. So it's not like they have to go through a bank or anything like that. And, th- and this is why I respect, you know, the, the OGs that, that has created music and created this platform for us because they didn't have that. Like when I first started producing 18 years ago, it wasn't none of that. You had to go into the store. I used to go to the Wiz. Nobody you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I would pay thirteen ninety eight. it was on sale. You know, music used to come out on Tuesday. And I used to go in there, I used to get the album, buy the album, I used to open up the booklets, read the credits. I missed that so much. Just liner notes. You know what I'm saying? And liner just notes, right. Looking at the thank yous and who produced the music. Before I listened to anything, I looked to see who was a part of it so that I can get excited about what I was about to hear. And it's just gone. And like you said, the fact that you can halfway listen to a song, that's not even like an intro. Like halfway list 30 seconds and boom you got a stream and boom you get paid for that whereas now nah, you had to go in there and get this album pay for it right it, it be documented you know so it's different when you went platinum you know 18 years ago when you go on platinum now and i appreciate it it's all great but i just know what it was before and what it is now well, it's well, just so much into, into, into the process so much what do you think about that when you hear that you know you know what like the whole record thing and cds I kind of missed that whole era, you know, because by the time I was like able to start listening to my own music, like by choice, MP3s were a thing, LimeWire was a thing, like all that type of stuff was already like just implemented. So I never really experienced the whole CD phase. And I know there's a lot of people that are also in my same generation that only know this streaming, you right. know what I mean? So it's like there's goods and there's bad to it, but if you only know that about streaming, you don't That's really true. like. But are 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 you concerned in, ter- in terms of artist development? Because uh, Fifty Cent recently made some comments ta- saying that you know, who name big artists that have really become big during this whole streaming since streaming has been the predominant music consumption method. Are you are you concerned about that? Oh, there's a bunch of artists that have blown up because of streaming, like uh, like countless. Pretty much everybody on Billboard now is because right. of streaming, and. You know, it's like streaming, I feel like it's just the best possible thing to happen right now to me, because at least for for me as an artist, I get to listen to all types of music, like for one monthly price every like I can listen to whatever I want, any genre at any time. I don't have to worry about leaving the house to go buy this CD or this or that. I can just pick up my phone that I'm already on. And just play music. You know and then I mean? creatively, too, you can listen to anything Access. you want to hear. To, At any time. It's just accessibility. It it's is amazing. fantastic. You're right. For, for a small amount of money. But. Exactly. All right, we're going to take a short break. Um, coming up, can artists really protect themselves from having their music be streamed as fakes? That's coming up next on Street Soldiers. We'll be right back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Rotimi. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evans. Yes, sir. Direct 
is on bands Ooh, she just got played I hop out the Porsche and hop right on the stage I'm leaving you dry because we not the same My phone blowing up and ignoring our racks in my hands, yeah That was What You Say by Def Jam Records and Run It Up recording artist Bambi H2O. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're taking a look at fake music streaming, not only how people are making money off it, but how streaming is changing the entire music game. Joining me for this conversation, Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer. He's worked with some of the biggest names from J-Lo to Chris Brown and 50 Cent. He's also Trey Song's music director. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you. Such a great conversation, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm learning so much. Really interesting. absolutely. No, we appreciate all of you being with us. Also joining us is Cherie Smith. She's the assistant managing editor for Laptop Magazine and Tom's Guide and a digital technology expert. Shree, great to have you with us. Having a great time, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Bambi H2O. Um, and for the first time, he's letting the world know he is a Def Jam recording Ooh. artist. Congratulations. Thank you, Lisa. He's also a multi-genre musician and performer. And his latest single, his first one under Def Jam, is called What Do You Say? Bambi, great to have you with us. Thank you for having Thank me, you. Lisa. Thank you so much. Now, the, the, whole, the way music is being created... I want to bring Michael Medium in here real quick, our, our DJ Michael Medium and also our, our technical audio expert here for Street Soldiers. Can you just share what you were telling me during the break? Yeah, so a lot of music that's coming out nowadays are specifically geared toward um, streaming. So, for example, like um, Amadeus can attest to this, but music back in the, and you too, music back in the day was about maybe like eight minutes, 12 minutes right. long. Mm-hmm. But now, since streaming, like you were saying, Sherry, that um, you know, it takes thirty seconds for it to count on uh, like a Spotify, Spotify or something like that. Music now is like a minute long, a mm-hmm. minute and a half long, and that's just to get the stream numbers up. Right. I, I don't know if you guys want to comment. Oh on yeah, that. I do want to comment. What about what about that? Like some of the songs we were saying, Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. Old Town How Road. short and these songs oh, get yeah. shorter People and shorter. Oh yeah, on purpose. Sherry, what about that? I mean, funnily enough. Spotify and a couple of other uh, publishers are doing something of that nature. So uh, it's like there's a Pitchfork article out that I would really recommend people read. Right, that we Um, interview the writer for, yeah. um, Spotify has the mood sections. And so, like, if you're feel like in your mood for a party, or you want in the mood for some R and B, like a lot of those fake artists live there, and uh, and it's been tracked to say that Spotify might be employing some of those folks, and it's it, and that's more mu- like when you have those bootleg songs, uh, you don't have to pay them as much because they're not a major artist. So if they it behooves Spotify for them to make it up to charge because they're not paying out as much in royalties, and so. Sony started getting wise to this, and they made a mood channel of their own, uh, basically raindrops in like a very white noise type of channel. And each track is one minute long, and it's just different cuts of this same long track uh, playing raindrops and wind and what have you. And again, 30 seconds is a listen. So you want to get comfortable, like you just listen to this whole thing. Let's say you listen to an hour of it. 
How much money is that? That's smart. <laughs> and that- it's under one main one main artist who's under a pseudonym, of course, who is of course employed by Sony. And Sony is like everybody's finding ways to game the system. So finessing. That's crazy. It is the ultimate finesse, but mm-hmm. it's the finesse from the publishers, it's from Spotify and all these other people who are supposed to get your music out there. They're like it's bad when it's a major artist, but an indie artist trying to come up and like really pursue their dream of making music and potentially make this their livelihood. That's devastating. No, it's definitely. De- wow. Amadeus, are you concerned about the? Are you concerned about that from a creative standpoint? Yeah, she just you're known as a producer because <laughs> you're known as a producer that really co- you really co- like to collaborate with the right. artists that you work with. Right. It's a lot, man, and 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 each and every day you learn something new. And it's it's scary. It's, it's a scary feeling to know that those are, that's what's happening behind the scenes and behind closed doors. So, you know, it's very important. And I'm glad you have this show to really do your best to protect yourself, not just be in the studio, not just create and want to make music and be on stage, but to be behind the scenes and, and look at the paperwork and, and look at these, these sites that you're uploading your music to. Google your name to see what's up there or misspell your name on purpose to see if anything comes up. Put the, the correct spelling of your song to see what comes up other than your songs and just kind of keep a track to the best of your ability, if not you, your management or your team, to just overlook your records and overlook your songs. You have to. These are your babies. You know what I'm saying? It's like you birthing your babies. You just can't birth your baby and the baby is here and you just, just leave it out just there. leave it out there you got to protect her him or her you got to nurture you got to feed it you got to feed it you got to feed her <laughs> or him you know you got to protect the baby so and 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 I really I really push that as a creator just to be on top of your business you know cuz oftentimes we want to be in the studio 24/7 we want to be on the stage 24/7 we don't want no parts of that let management let attorneys and it's like no trust your managers trust your attorneys but be there too so that you know what's going on with your music and with your career that's very important baby how do you feel sure. about that i mean we put a lot of work into our craft obviously like every artist producer anybody you put a lot of work into it so of course you don't want your stuff to get jacked like on a very basic level but at the same time, I've seen a lot of people like have clickbait titles, like say, "Oh, this is a new Nav song," and it's actually some random dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but listen, that oh, works yep. for some people. Like I'm telling you, because people in the comments would be like, "Yo, who is this?" Like, because mm-hmm. some people are good at like actually finding out who the real artist is, right. especially if you can only find the fake version on one streaming platform. So, say you see Bambi, what you say on Spotify, but it's misspelled and it's only misspelled on that one site, you're going to realize something's off here, most is, likely. Is that why you spelled it B-A-M-B-Y? Yeah, I just did that just so I'll pop up faster on Google, too, because I don't want to get confused with the deer too often. <laughs> and when I started it, <laughs> How I did didn't you even, get that name, by the way? It's, like, such a dumb story. Like, some okay, somebody had it as their name on Snapchat, and I just needed a cool stage name, and every name I had before was super whack. And Bambi just fit. I don't know. I like the way it, it just sounded. Just fit, fit, fit your perspective. Yeah. Oh, that's, so, that's nice. Thank you. The, um, Sheree, in terms of protections, we interviewed, artist, we interviewed a lawyer about this. And she she said basically she goes it's kind of like the wild west in it terms is. of the legal because you can have a you can have a song copyrighted but you know to your point you can't how do you how do you find these people like how how difficult is that with <sighs> with all the technology and not and anonymity layers it it's it's hard and to Amadeus's point you need to be vigilant like I'm a writer my my craft is words and journalism like. Every now and then, I'll take one of my better reviews that I'm proud of, and I'll put in, like, maybe the first sentence. 
I will find at least three sites that have scraped my words and changed, not my bylines not on there. Wow. Then I have to like go back to Futures Legal Team and like, hey, and give them all the information, and they track them down. And it's going to be a fight because a lot of times these the site is in India or Romania or something. So if I'm having that problem, I can only imagine what musicians are going through. At least I have a little bit of a digital trail to go through. Once once you put something up like that as a like f- fake music uh it's hard because it's like okay well it's kind of like dine and dash like okay i put it in i got paid i'm out mm-hmm. right and <laughs> also and noah you the pitchfork the the writer staff writer for pitchfork who wrote the article about the fake music streaming that, that gave us so much information he he basically you know he said they they have these major streaming services have these databases and you know where they can play the music that's from established artists because there's enough of their real music out there to determine whether or not it's fake but as as people come create their own or these kind of hybrids or whatever there's nothing to really compare it to so it's kind of like flying under the radar what do right. you think about that Amadeus I, I'll say this Lisa the positive yes <laughs> out of this whole situation because you know that's me okay is that if someone is mimicking you or, or recreating your sound or your music, yeah. that obviously means you're dope at what you do. Right. So you can look at it. Of course, it doesn't feel good, as Bambi mentioned, to have your material or your, your what you've written taken from you or reworded or, or a, cha- a note changed or a, a kick pattern changed for them to, to, to say it's their own. But it just shows you how people admire you and people may not be able to do what you do. So the best that I can do is take what you've had, change one di- uh, change one part of it, and try to make it my own. So it's it's also, like I said, so f- from a positive standpoint, it's you're making incredible stuff. You're making, you're making incredible stuff. music. Should, mm-hmm. should we just, because we have to... <laughs> <laughs> that other people are making tens of thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah, like, I love your positivity. My stuff is Exactly. And also they're making... And also they're making... They're, they're but, making thousands of thousands we, of dollars. But... but Realistically speaking, can we stop each and every individual person? You can't stop, no, but no, but but real but real quick, Cherie, we can't stop. You, you can never stop. You know, anything, any widespread widespread movement. But could they be doing more technologically? Because Spotify says mm. told us or told Pitchfork. They said they told the Pitchfork uh, writer. They said, "Listen, we have these measures. We're constantly reviewing them because people are always trying to game the system, and we're trying to be one step ahead of them. But it, it's extremely daunting." What do you think about that? I mean, can they be doing more? Yes and no. Yes, like technology, like technology is always evolving, and what they're doing right now with that. Uh, with that algorithm, it's basically Shazam, which Shazam is cool, but you need like we need a more advanced uh, method than Shazam, especially now we're in the era of deep fakes. I don't know if you've seen a deep yep. fake video, but like Very. it basically uh, takes someone takes the video, puts someone else's faces on there, and it looks it looks like a really good Photoshop. It looks real. Like uh, somebody put Jim Carrey's face on Alison Bree's body, and it was terrifying. <laughs> but they're giving the interview as Jim Car- Jim Carrey on Alison Bree, wow. and you wouldn't know you wouldn't know any better. And take that and add the audio portion to it, where they can make it sound like you're saying something that you're not. So I've seen um, videos like demo videos where they have 
uh, former President Obama saying the most ludicrous stuff. It's obviously not him, but it looks like him and it right. sounds like him. Wow. So we like there's a lot of the technology allows a lot of manipulation. All right, well, th thank you, and, and Bambi. We want to thank you. Could we ask you to take your glasses off and say hello to oh, New York yeah. since this is your first yeah. official? All right. Uh, Peace, King. <laughs> thank you guys for having me up here, though. Congratulations. Thank and you, people can uh, look for the new single, What Do You Say? What You Say, y'all. On SoundCloud, go check it out. It's going to be on Spotify soon. Run it up. Run it up. Run it up. There See, you go. Out Run Scotty it up. Shout that was out a very to important him. moment, Lisa, because, you know, people could have got those glasses and be running around like you. Oh, yeah. And putting Bambi songs up oh, saying they're you. That. I'm expecting that. So Listen, we'll, so now can they know we the save that you. for a future episode? Yeah, you know, we'll come back. Let's chop it up. People, we'll do it again. people imposing. <laughs> Look at the Bambi camera, man. Show your show, 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 show your eyes now. So you can't fake that right there. I'm told I have pretty eyes. Bambi If you zoom in on my eyes, can you All right, guys. We're at it. We're out of time here. I want to thank, I want to thank you all for. See, we got a couple of show ideas right here. I want to thank you for being with us right now. All right, guys, come on. I'm trying. No, I'm trying. Out. All right. What? Michael Medium keeps tapping me because he's like, Lisa, you got to wrap it up. You got to wrap it up. I got. I got a dent in my elbow out. here. All right. Um, Amadeus, thank you so much for being thank with you. us. Thank we appreciate so much, it. Sharice Smith, great to have you as always. Bambi H two O. Awesome to have you with us, and uh, special day, special moment, first TV appearance, first Hot 97 radio appearance, yes. and uh, first time you're announcing that you're signed to Def Jam, so I Amazing. think that's like triple luck. So. Yeah, it's crazy, and I appreciate you, Lisa, and Hot 97 for allowing me to come up here and have this conversation. All right, well, thank you, thank you so much, and thank you for joining us. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.